This podcast, The Two Mats, is sponsored as ever by the New European Newspaper. And we've got a very special subscription offer for you, a new one, where you can get a free bollocks to Brexit passport cover. That's right, you heard that right, folks. It's a burgundy, like vegan leather, beautifully designed passport cover. Pleather. To, to have pleather, that's what, that's what they call it, isn't it? Pleather. To hide your um, new British blue. The shame of the, the blue shame, The shame passport. of the blue passport. And you can get your free bollocks to Brexit passport cover free with a subscription to the New European from just £1 a week. So to take this fantastic offer, and trust me, if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love the New European, go to theneweuropean.co.uk forward slash two mats. That's the number two, M-A-T-T-S, and there's a link in the show notes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to our regular Sunday morning Q&A from The Two Mats, the podcast by The New European with me, Matt Kelly. And me, Matt Dancona. Let's get straight into it, Matt. First question's from Ben Valentine. Yeah. Here he goes. Sunak has just talked about the general election being in the second half of the year, which people are taking at face value, as being autumn. I think he could be doing this to wrong-foot Labour and instead call it in the spring. What do you think? That's a good question. Um, So his working assumption, that's the language he used, is that it'll be in the second half of the year. And that does leave him a bit of wriggle room. Um, I think that I still think he's likely to go to play it long for the simple reason that um, his whole strategy is based now on um, the economic indicators improving and more to the point being felt by voters and obviously the longer he assumes the longer time passes the the more that'll be true i don't know if that's necessarily the case but that's what he thinks so the logic is that he'll go in the autumn however i think ben is right that uh it's definitely part of the tory plan to to keep labor on their toes and worried that there's a march the sixth budget which is clearly going to involve all sorts of highly uh, sort of political and fiscally responsible tax cuts. Um, and this will be, I'm sure, the, the, you know, the heart of the Tory election offering. And it's conceivable that if it plays very well, uh, then they could go in May. I, I wouldn't rule it out. So I, I think it's yeah. Ben is right to be sceptical that it's definitely going to be in the autumn. I think it will be, but it it, it may not. 
My, fir- my first reaction was that he's not that clever. Well, I, I think you're right. I mean, I actually don't think he's, he's as cunning a strategist as, as that no. analysis implies, but yeah. But you're, you're absolutely right that the combination of a well-playing budget with headlines from the Daily Mail about Rishi the Saviour and all of this nonsense, with a, an unknown Labour setback of some sort, you know, Donald Rumsfeld's unknown unknowns, you know, say something popped up and there was a setback with Labour, he could bring it forward. So who knows? Thank you, Ben, for your question. Producer Emma, next question, please. Are the English people obsessed with royalty or does our press act as a royal propaganda machine? How does a medieval feudal institution serve the country in the 21st century? Jonathan Fogel or Fogel. Sorry if I've mispronounced your name, Jonathan. Thank you for your question. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, Well, they are obsessed with royalty, aren't they? I mean, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I spent a lot of time in in tabloid newspapers and it was just a go-to splash every time you could stick a royal on the front page circulation would go up but whether or not that was uh, which is the chicken and which is the egg in that scenario i've got no idea whether people were kind of fed that over over decades of popular newspapers telling them to be interested in the royal family you've i think we've got to remember the the idea of of um the royal family opening themselves up a little bit to the public uh, changing yes. how people thought about about them you know what did they call it letting light in on the on the magic or or something letting like daylight and, into uh, magic that's walter badgett yeah that's right that's right that's right and but how does how does this medieval feudal institution serve the country in the 21st century is a great question apart from keeping us entertained i suppose people always argue that they're a great tourist attraction and so on i think charles funnily enough has got more credibility to play a role than than his mother did even because he he has said things and gone off piste and and uh, played a great role in you know, ecology and, and the climate and architecture as well, whether you agree with him or not. So, but I, d- I don't know. I mean, I would personally consign them to the dustbin of history and open the place up as a theme park. The problem with it is it's both indefensible and extremely useful, uh, it, uh, particularly yeah. at the moment, I think, which is that, uh, yes, you're right, uh, it, has, it has ceased to be sort of an object of veneration and more of a kind of uh, ongoing soap opera involving harry and Meghan, and you know prince andrew and epstein's island and god knows what um but i think that the what you said about king charles is is very important because he's he's he would have been a terrible king if he uh, acceded to the throne in his 40s when he was tetchy and grumpy and but actually he's rather you know the the the, the, the with a twinkle in his eyes probably about right unlike his mother who who was very young when she became monarch now uh why is this a good thing it, it's probably not a good thing if you analyze it seriously and properly but at the moment with politics so volatile with so many institutions crashing to the ground trust nowhere i'm not sure this country is is in a fit state to have a debate right now about who, who its head of state should be so i don't think for a minute that the republican argument will go away i think it, it, it's it's probably gained a little in in strength and i think you know rationally it obviously is um irreproachable but right now 
Um, I just like to see the law obeyed by governments and, you know, stuff like that. And and I sort of feel that I completely understand where the Republican position is coming from. But I just wonder whether it's on the list of priorities facing the next government very high. Probably not. All right. Fair enough. Thank you, Jonathan, for your question. Emma, next question, please. The other day, Keir Starmer promised a politics that treads a little lighter on all of our lives. Now he's saying that Labour will fight for the nanny state, which is the real Keir. Very good question from Paul in Woolwich. Thanks, Paul. Who knows? And we'll only find out in uh, in the autumn or later when, when he's elected. And I think I think we will find out. And I think it's going to come as a shock to a lot of people, maybe to us, you know. But I'm working on the assumption that it's more the nanny state. I think there is a time now for good, sound, sensible government with a sense of mission that we've talked about in the past. And I'm also uh, carrying the torch for Keir Starmer being a European in the in the full sense yes. of the word. And he will edge us closer and closer and closer, maybe even more dramatically than we dare dream, back towards the European Union in some meaningful way. Absolutely. And I think that I mean, to be honest, when I heard that line of politics that treads a little lighter on all of our lives, I thought, oh, come on. You know, the one thing that you're not going to introduce if you become Prime Minister Keir is is a politics that treads a little lighter on all of our lives. That's a silly line designed to appeal to uh, blue wall Tories who can't stand what the Conservative Party has become, but sort of like the idea that there are limits to government, you know, limited state. But the truth is that a Labour government, if it's elected and if it's to mean anything, is going to have to do lots and lots of uh, things that involve more government rather than less. And this is the fundamental paradox of, of, of Keir Starmer's leadership, is that in order to get into number 10, he has to offer a reassurance strategy that that says oh no 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 i'm not going to raise taxes and you know i i'm fiscally responsible and you know you'll barely notice but if it's to mean anything it has to of course involve um what is called the nanny state this was in the context to be fair to starmer of a um an initiative this week on children's health so what he was really specifically saying was government can't stay out of the preventive medicine game when it comes specifically to children's health but i do think that you know the the, the words nanny state are obviously pejorative um and good and limb for reclaiming them and there's going to be a lot more of them and there has to be because we're we're in a country that is where the social fabric is frayed to a terrible extent and we need uh, interventions of a radical and serious and expensive kind that's it yeah and i and, and on the matter of expense i think he'll find that people are more willing um if that yes. sense of mission is there they are more willing to stick their hands in their pockets involuntarily through tax to pay yes. for stuff as long as they know where we're going look i mean this whole tory fixation with tax cuts goes back to 40 years ago when the, the, there was a, a, a you know an undoubtedly a punitive taxation regime that Nigel Lawson and others dismantled and at the time you know people liked it for obvious reasons but I think all that changed when um, Gordon Brown introduced the national insurance rise for the NHS and earmarked it for it actually and that was the the turn where 
people said, oh, OK, so if I if I penny on national insurance, it will go into hypothecated into national into the National Health Service. And I don't think as much as the tax burden is very high and uh, thresholds have been frozen. So it means more people are going to get, you know, get into higher tax brackets. And all this is 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 an issue because you don't want teachers and so on paying high, you know, the higher rates of taxes this is crazy. However, the idea that this election will be about tax cuts, it, it, you know, is insanity. And if if Starmer, if Starmer should not try and match this, you know, Sunak will go hard and say, the, the, you know, the election's about putting money back in your pocket. Well, this is an echo from the 80s. And I mm. never cease to tire for, I never tire of saying, this was a man, Rishi Sunak, who when he was chancellor had a portrait of Nigel Lawson behind his desk, right? All you need to know. This is a guy yeah. who, for all his claims to modernity, lives in the past. Would have been much better having a portrait of Nigella Lawson in his office. Thank you for listening to The Two Mats. And if you like the kind of conversations we have here, there are loads more to be had in print and online at The New European. Uh, And I have got a very special offer for all listeners of The Two Mats. We are giving away copies of Alistair Campbell's Diaries 2023, which is a book we're publishing this month. Uh, It's fantastic diary full of everything that's happened all the people he's met and anybody who's a fan of Alistair Campbell's diaries over the years know how brilliantly he turns them out he is very much a latter-day Samuel Pepys he really is he is so you can get a free copy of Alistair Campbell's diaries 2023 worth 20 pounds when you subscribe to the New European from as little as one pound a week or if you like getting the newspaper delivered to your door every single week you can have that for just another pound a week and that's a 75 percent saving on the price you'll pay at the news agents to get this great offer go to www.theneweuropean.co.uk forward slash two mats hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Emma, have we got another question, please? One of my New Year resolutions was to read more, but I still haven't settled on my first book of 2024. The last book I really enjoyed was James O'Brien's How They Broke Britain, which I got with my subscription to the New European. Hooray! Uh, for people who don't know, we gave uh, James's book away as a subscription offer. I am particularly interested in nonfiction and politics. Any recommendations, Mira Starmore? Thank you, Mira, for your question, and thank you for subscribing. Matt, great book recommendations? Yeah, I've got a couple, actually, and I've, I have them physically here because I thought I'd take them out. Um, one is a really fantastic book uh, by David Torrance called The Wild Men, which is the remarkable story of Britain's first Labour government. And it's obviously, uh, you know, full of resonance because we assume we're preparing for another Labour government. This is about the Ramsay MacDonald administration in 1923. And it's a really good, snappy, beautifully written account of how that came about. And I, I, I really recommend it. It's, it's for the general reader. It's, it's not a ponderous um academic politics book it's it's very good i think it's out on the 18th or very soon and i i I, that's good and the other book uh, which is um i enjoyed over christmas is one of my favorite uh substacks is by an american historian called heather cox richardson who does a sort of daily uh observation on what's going on in american politics with a strong historical slant and she's written a beautiful book called democracy awakening uh, notes on the state of america uh, heather cox richardson that's out now and it's a rather uplifting book about why we shouldn't be totally depressed about america so th- those would be my two and they're both really great. good reads great well i'm going to reach back into the past a little bit and recommend the classic team of rivals by doris kearns Goodwin. oh such a good book about Lincoln uh, and and his cabinet and how he managed the characters within his political sphere to to create you know one of the great administrations um and achieve so much and uh and also i know that um alistair campbell read uh team of rivals and gave it to alex ferguson at man united and ferguson read it and then deployed some some of the lessons in in how he would manage the players at man united so roy Keane and co have i, I think have you know benefited <laughs> benefited from abraham lincoln's political wisdom it's fascinating how some books really cut through and that book i remember um when i was editing the spectator i got george osborne to review it and he he spent a lot of time it's a big book um but he he gave it a rave review and i remember him saying this is it's finally helped me understand how lincoln what lincoln really was all about and everything um and, and that's fascinating, the Alistair story. Yeah. Like Robert Caro's biography of Lyndon Johnson, it's one of those books that everyone in the political and um, class and beyond seems to read and love, and rightly so. Yeah. The, the other Alistair link is the fact that I'm going to recommend his diaries as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no excellent. If you don't know, Alistair is also the New Europeans editor at large, um, besides being um, a podcaster extraordinaire these days. But his diaries, um, 
especially the ones in the Blair years, are just they're they're an amazing snapshot of what politics could be, you know, and the obviously the ins and the outs and the the banalities of politics, which he makes, you know, fascinating. And they these are in depth diaries, um, but I highly recommend anybody with. Um, any sensibility for it, wanting to get a grasp of the reality of politics to read Alistair's diaries th- through that time that they're, they're wonderfully done and it brings me on Matt it brings me on to our subscription offer of course to remind people Excellent. that you can get a free a free copy of Alistair's diaries from last year 2023 when you subscribe to the New European so um, listeners can do that at www.theneweuropean.co.uk forward slash two mats that's the number two m-a-t-t-s and there'll be a link in the show notes thank you as ever for all of our questions please send in your emails to uh two mats at tnepublishing.com that's the number two m-a-t-t-s at tnepublishing.com if you're listening on spotify and you can listen to this podcast wherever you choose but if you're listening on spotify you can throw in a question in the little box underneath the uh the podcast as you're listening so that that's a, a useful way to get in touch please do we really do appreciate your feedback yeah we really do so happy sunday everybody you have a great sunday Thank you to our production team, led by Emma at Rethink Audio. But until next Friday, it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from me. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.